Stealthy like I'm, a ninja? I'm very stealth. Mm. Yeah. Exceptionally stealth. Mm. So what's this podcast again, Mom? Uh, it's the most unlistenable podcast I think anyone. I don't know. Have you ever tried listening to it? No, no. I thought, I thought that wouldn't be... Like, I didn't want to get my expectations too high or low. We've had a few good ones. We had a great episode with Mason where we were talking about uh, perverted Daleks. That was really fun for me. Um, Daleks? Do you reckon they're actually perverted? Well, I don't think they were in our universe. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They how they got like a plunger and get it in. They look inappropriate, don't they? Mm. A little bit. Pretty much. So, like, we were riffing that out and that was extremely fun for me, talking about how, you know, suck the prostate, lick the vagina, tickle the testicles. No, but in our universe, like, we did. We definitely said tickle the prostate multiple times in a Dalek voice. Yeah, but I don't know. We're recording, by the way. Is that a kink or...? What, for the Daleks? Like for you at that time. I don't know. Like exploring something? Wouldn't, that you, wouldn't something? you like to know? I wouldn't would. I'm like curious. I hope to discover on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, A green smoothie protein shake. Nice. Nice. Gym shoe. I studied nutrition bioscience at university. That's right. I remember you saying that. I Guys, mean, our guest for today in a our first of a series of hospitality interviews is Kayla, uh, who will also be the resident bartender for our 21st Open Mic, or the, the 21st Amendment Sunday Slouches comedy show. Yeah, we got there in the yes. end. Yeah, yes. And, yes. uh, um, Kayla is lactose intolerant, <laughs> caffeine intolerant, yes. ADHD, OCD, um, <laughs> and struggling. struggling. Oh, Are you dyslexic too, by chance? Um, no, I did have. Uh, I likely had dyscalculia, dyscalculia growing up, though. All right. You know, um, it's this dyslexic, but for numbers. Uh-huh. But it's not that I read numbers weirdly. It's that. I had this strange thing my entire childhood that when I looked at a maths problem, my brain would just freeze, even if I knew how to complete it. Like, I would have practiced this a hundred times, but I'd look at it and my brain would just see the numbers and I'd say, well, okay, now add them together. And it just wouldn't. And it was such a fucking annoying problem. Sorry, I'm like, oh, I'll swear on this bad boy. Yeah, I don't yeah, think anyone absolutely. listens to it, do they? So, no, no, okay, cool. We're not really you offending anyone. Whatever you want. Um, just, I just didn't want to affect your ad revenue. Um, there's no ad revenue, no. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to... Pr- we have no We're here to... We're here to... Not yet. Believe, okay? Yeah. In future, In you future. want to be able to monetize this. But we market it as explicit, so... Do... Oh, okay. Well, in that yeah. case, it's part of the audience. It is. Well, I... What was I up to? Um, yeah, I couldn't do maths. And then I started... Um, I got medicated for ADHD, or if that's even what it is. Who knows? The brain is a fucky dude. Mm-hmm. Um... And I can do maths now. Nice. Yeah, oh. I caught up because my, my brothers and my dad are engineers and my mum's great at it. And I just, I was the one person in the family who couldn't. And now it's like easy. And then you went to, uh, and then you studied art. Uh, I never studied it. I've just been. Oh, I've, you're just a painter. I've just been doing art my whole life. Mm. So. Yeah. So you met my dad when we came in. Uh, I did. Uh, that was a weird experience. <laughs> Uh, what a weird unit my dad is. Yeah, um, I explained so much. About me? I assumed you were the weird unit in your family, but you seem like the normal one. Like, your dad was a character, but it, like, it was such a charming character. Like, those kinds of people that you meet in hospitality who just make your day at the bar. 
And often they're old guys who have these cheesy pickup lines and stuff, and that was your dad. I don't know if my dad had a cheesy pickup. I don't line, think he he God. didn't have pickup pickup lines, but he definitely had cheesy lines. Not that I remember what they are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dad. No, that's... but like my father and I are cut from the same cloth. I think my, I mean, we all have our own echelons of weird in my family for sure. But um, I think my, I think my dad uh, is high in that echelon. But I, I come from a family of six children. Do, really? So it's like... Where are you on that scale? I'm the baby. You're, you're the bubs. I'm the bubs. The little yeah. itty bitty bubs. I'm the little itty bitty So you bubs. got away with too much, huh? I didn't get away with anything. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because by the time... But when I... When I because... And here's how you know I'm an actor. Um, mm. Like, there was a two-year age gap between every other child. Yeah. And then final sister, fifth uh, child. Six years, and then me. Six years? Yeah. Whew. And then I can... accidental. Does your dad have a vasectomy yet, or what's... I, I think I think he his penis refused to, to get hard after I was born. I mean, <laughs> Just I retracted na- it yeah, into exactly. itself. I think nature took care of that for me. <laughs> like, mate, you've done enough. Um, damage. But, but uh, he... Uh, so, yeah, he... Um, I don't know, my dad and I get on like a house on fire. But I'm always worried what he's going to say. Like I was, I was, I came, he came and joined me and another comedian, Mason, for a writing session at a cafe near mine one time. And he came in, Mason's gay. And really there's nothing you can say to offend Mason. Because Mason's always saying offensive shit. Yeah. But Dad have brought up how he thinks, um, how he's like, there's a theory that uh, uh, homosexuality is actually a germ contracted while in, uh, while in the womb. It's like. Yeah, great dad. Yeah, so yeah, saying gayness is a germ, which is uh, Mason found that so funny. I mean, you would. Oh yeah. I feel yeah. like that's the kind. Of, that's the kind of thing. I mean, my dad's in his sixties. I feel like once you're in your sixties, you're allowed to start saying whatever you want. You gotta be dead. It's soon. that kind of behavior that is the reason that people in their sixties say whatever they want. Yeah. It's because you just accept it. Yeah, well, I can't wait just, to like, get that age. No longer hold them accountable for anything. It's like that. Yeah. Imagine if that applied for the rest of society. Oh well, George Carlin. Like, I feel like his best material came later in life. Well, they say when it comes to artists, actually, their peak is around seventy-two. So, Interesting. Yeah. What? Yeah. I will kill myself. Long that, that that was for like visual artists, like painters. Oh. I mean, I'm sure it applies for many creative forms. Mm. Mm. I mean, if you're Applying time and effort to perfect a technique and fuel creativity and come up with ideas. It's all the same across boards. Mm-hmm. just how you express it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. So, um, hospitality stories. Now, Martin, you've never worked in hospitality, have you? Really? No. Shit. I'm not a hospitality. What do you What do? You do? Uh, I'm uh, nearly homeless. <laughs> I'm uh, okay. <laughs> Are you just full time unemployed all the time? Yeah. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, I've been living off comedy. Wait, how long have you been doing that? Uh, a while now. Wait, have you ever had a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was working as a truck driver for years. Like really, a, a truck driver? Truck driver and a removalist. Did you do methamphetamine? Uh, well, no, I didn't. Oh. Or did I? That's what all the truck drivers do, I hear. Yeah, but I have all my teeth. Congratulations. I remember you showed me photos of you before when you were a removalist, and you were absolutely ripped. Yeah. Yeah, those are old photos. Yeah, Yeah. ripped. Oh, my God. Now I'm turned into a barrel boy. Uh, A big 
that's just it's just ridiculous. I just didn't I just didn't see that coming. Yeah, I wish it's I like got a whole past life. I wish I had photos from when I was a solar installer. It was it was a good time. Were you, were you ripped? Completely, I was jacked. Completely jacked. Yeah, and I wore Amazing. nothing but shorts and boots all day, so I was just tanned too. I was just tanned <laughs> and jacked, and honestly, like. I didn't go, like, I had a girlfriend at the time. I didn't go yeah. home and fuck her. I'd go home and look in the mirror beat <laughs> off. It's like, that was my move. I mean. That's so good. I was like, darling, go to bed. Okay. Don't need you here. Yeah, I don't need you here. <laughs> I'm going to have a moment. <laughs> I want to look at something nice for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. But no, I've never been someone who's taken a tremendous amount of photos of myself. Um, I'm the same way. I, yeah. I take like one a like one a year. But Sometimes I regret it, but then I see a photo of myself and then I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's the feeling, isn't it? Mm. I, I had like, I've had horrible body dysmorphia like most of my life. So yeah. every time I see a photo of myself, I hate it. It's also like, I don't know how to hold my face for a camera or you- my body. What do you do like a certain like weird face that everyone calls you out on? I don't know. Like the the thing is as well, like when somebody tells me to smile for a camera, I feel like cycle through about seven or eight different faces in like a three minutes, you know, like a three second time frame just to like what feels right on my face. That's what I'm going for. And then it just comes out with me looking like just Actually, comes out with me looking autistic. I have a trick for that. So there are ways to look okay on cameras. And um one of the easiest ones is look at the camera as if it's someone that you love. Like, imagine you're gazing at someone that you love and enough that's going to make you, like, smile. And when you just think about that, it it's a perfect smile for what the camera. What if you've never felt that before? Well, in that case, the camera will pick up the lack of soul in your eyes and you're fucked either way, so... Right, okay, interesting. It captures. Mind you, there are some... I mean, yeah. there are some pretty soulless people out there who oh, yeah. are, like, pretty attractive. Like, I see nothing behind Henry Cavill's eyes. Yeah, I never saw Henry Cavill as actually, like, that attractive. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, like, like, I understand why he is. Another one who, like, I didn't, like, pick up a whole lot of humanity behind was Jennifer Lawrence's eyes. Yeah. So, like, I feel like she's a robot built by the CIA. (laughs) No, I think Jennifer Lawrence is actually just, like, was a normal person who, or, like, she, she seems the type who could be even, like, neurodivergent to some extent. And then she got into acting and then they tried to like mass massively capitalize on that and like play to her quirkiness and they monetized it and made it really weird and cringe and mm. kind of ruined her. Yeah. So I think she's actually a chill dude, but I don't think Hollywood's for her. Mm. I love how you use dude in like a, 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 in a non-gendered way. I love that because there's so many words I use that are like some people think are gendered. But mm-hmm. I don't mean them in a gendered way. I usually don't mean things in a gendered way. Like what? Oh, like guys, dudes. Wait, people call you out on that? Yeah, some people. Ew. I refuse to acknowledge them. But yeah. they do it. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't mean... It's like if I want... To, like or, or mates. Mates, guys, yeah, dudes. Okay, and anyone ones. can be a mate. I, I anyone see, can yeah. be a dude. I see... I mean... Every conversation I've ever had with a woman usually includes some sort of non-gendered or typically male-specific thing like that. So yeah, but some people don't like using me using gendered language for some reason. I mean, some people don't like shitting on the carpet, but some people do. Yeah, it's a preference, mate. Yeah, what? Well, come on, come on. If, if we're gonna if we're gonna do that, it's like at least do it on my chest, guys. It's like 
I mean, this yeah. is their house. Let them do their thing. I mean, exactly. This. Right? It's like... Also... But it seems so impractical because you've got to clean it. But I mean, like, cleaning shit out of my chest hair is much easier than cleaning out of the car. I don't though. think Amber Heard cleaned up hers. Yeah, you know? that's true. She just went for it. That's true. Dropping around. You reckon she's like a dec- like craziest bitch of the decade? See, I was actually like... I was on her side... Um, but just because I'm the kind of person who every single time I hear anything in the media, I'm like, it's probably the opposite just because as, uh, like as a true, true born scientist, like my mom's a scientist, I was raised under science. I am a skeptic at heart. And when I see something in the news, I'm just like, okay, let's find out the OG source. I only ever get anything from an OG source. Um, and that's what I did for Amber Heard. And I looked behind everything I could and the evidence was pretty scarce on her behalf, but then I actually watched an interview with her, and very unfortunately, she acted. And I think she went into the whole thing thinking she was so she was going to be great. She's like, I'm a fantastic actress, but she didn't remember that American movies are not real life. Mm, <laughs> and so no. when you watch the interviews with her, it's like so, it's like so overdramatized. Mm. Like they are. I remember the, this one point where they, they like the reporter asks her how she felt about something. And she just does this really dramatic, like, you know, I think I'm going to be stronger because of it. Mm. And I just, uh, um, I was like, honey, sweetie, baby, you're dead. You're done. (laughs) Done. You shot on his bed and chopped off his finger and you are fucked. She shot off his finger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The tip of one of his fingers. Yeah. 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 And now she's completely bankrupt. (laughs) She's so broke, it's hilarious. Yeah, I think she's trying to play to it to get more money or something. I, don't I had a joke, much, but... I had a joke, which was like like right after the trial. It was like people were cheering for Johnny. And I was like, guys, oh, it's like, come on, let's just, let's just hold our sympathy for Johnny, okay? Because he got millions of dollars to, you know, be with a psycho bitch. It's like, I've done that for years and I never got a penny you know, they for st- it, you know? They stole the last, um, uh... Pirates of the Caribbean movie from us all. Not that I would have watched it, but I would have liked to know it existed. They also stole, like, a better... Now, I'm not into Harry Potter. Um, but I feel like they stole the last of those Dumbledore's uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them thing. I mean, yeah. Mm. It depends if you if you go for all of that. Not, not really, but I like Johnny Depp. Um, what solidified my likeness for him was that movie Black Mass. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I haven't. Your decibels just went up like three whole... Oh, did it? They did. Uh, was that purposeful? No. Oh. No, I don't know. I suddenly feel like I'm being screamed at. Oh, it's fine. Apologize. It's fine, sir. It's fine. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I am always um, sensitive. Yeah. I don't make a habit of shouting at women. Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I grew up uh, with three sisters, and I'm younger than all of them. I'm typically the one that gets shouted at. Oh gosh, did you get? They definitely put makeup on you, didn't they? No, no, I was never that kind of brother. No, really? Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, because two of them, two of my sisters were real tom girls until like much later in life. Yeah. It's only one sister who was like really, really girly, and she was the eldest one. So, like, when there's a huge, significant age gap, like, and opposite genders and opposite styles and opposite sense of humour, there's no real desire to hang out with each other. Like, I love my sister, but 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I can think of other people I'd rather be trapped in a room with, you know what I mean? Oh, literally. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I could have more a more interesting conversation with, like, I don't know, uh, Saddam Hussein in a room. I mean, probably. Well, you don't speak. Is he still alive? Yeah, he probably speaks English. Yeah, but no, he's dead. He got hanged by... He doesn't speak anything then, does he? Yeah. Who did he get hanged by? Because, yeah, he got hanged. Um, Maybe someone didn't guess the letters in time. Nice. There we go. Incredible. That's just some audio that audience will hear. Wait, we were talking hospo stories, but we never did a hospo story. So, Martin, you've never been in hospo, but you spend too much time sitting in hospo venues, taking up precious, precious space. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and scrounging free drinks and food. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I would have given you so many more free drinks if it wasn't for like. They were quite. Oh, I shouldn't. Sorry, I should. Can you cut that when I say? I should, <laughs> if I mention any names from lyrics, please cut it. <laughs> like I say, no one's gonna listen to this. I know, but just so, just in case, I don't. Any want timestamp that uh, seventeen minutes and seven seconds. I don't ever <laughs> want like okay, because like you know Martin knows them. They find out that he's got a podcast and they listen to it. I don't want anyone to think that I'm talking shit at any point. You can talk shit about anyone you want. Just don't mention them by name. No. That's the rule of the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, it's like from a personal, st- professional standpoint. Yeah. That is t- entirely fair. I mean, yeah. but we talk shit about other comedians and friends all the time. Oh, I'll talk about, I'll talk name. shit about e- everyone. But it, I, it, In the last not... episode, I was talking about how my friend came out to me as a furry recently. Now, I already knew he was gay. And uh, this is someone who knows, like, I can't help but make fun of things. And he was like, I know you're going to make fun of me for this, but I'm a furry. I was like, you knew I was going to make fun of you for this? But yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, you were correct. Yeah. And uh, that's just been kind of what I've been doing the last three days is just making fun of him for it. It's been really entertaining. Being a furry. Yeah, being a furry. Is he, like, one of those, like, is it, like, a sex thing or is it, like, a regular thing? It is very much a sex thing. Why would he announce that to you? You don't just actually. I've announced my kinks to to friends. Did they ask? No, mm. no, no, they did not. Ah. It's so funny because this is like you both have ADHD, and we're like, let's talk hospo stories. <laughs> it's like, furries, the Jews. Keep us on track, Martin. Honestly, hold us accountable. All right, well, let's talk about shittiest customers. The like because we both work in a bar. I can think of a regular customer that comes in that I never want to see. And I will mention him by name. It's me. Oh, God. Is it Martin? <laughs> Is it Martin? I don't think Martin's ever been into my bar, actually. I'd love him to. I feel like my boss would love him. I mean, fair. Yeah. She Probably. she really likes weird dudes. Wait. Do, wait. Do, wait. <laughs> <laughs> she's happily married, but, you know, she's, uh, you know, she... she she likes banter. She's she's a good chat. She's a good lady. She's a wonderful lady to work for. Actually, said in the past that like I've worked some shitty jobs in my time. She's legitimately the best boss I've ever worked for. That's a high high risk. And she does not listen to this podcast, so I will not be getting anything for that compliment. <laughs> no credit. No, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, it is. But um, no, she would love you, Martin. But yeah, shittiest customers. My one is Mark, and he's just like it's a him, man. I swear. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but it's just a man in his sixties, and he comes in with the 
typical alcoholic man in his 60s. And he's a hardcore alcoholic. Nice. And he Thanks just... Sir. Does he have, like, the red face? Oh, yeah, and the big nose. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Hardcore rosacea. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And he's got Hank Hill ass. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You... Um, it's unfortunate that I already know what that means. Mm. And he wears triple denim a lot of the time. Oh, triple denim. Yeah. Wait. Jeans, ja- shirt, and jacket. Uh, denim ball. shirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Sex Great song, Tom Jones. Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so why is he the shittiest? What's wrong with this man? I just can't listen to his rants. What does he rant about? Oh, literally well, anything. You wouldn't know you've been listening to him. Oh, well, no, I have to, because I have to stand at the bar. Oh, but you like... can listen to them. Yeah, I mean, well. look, it's it's a, it's a, it's a task, but it seeps in. Um, but, like, I don't know, he just has rants about, like, the Americans are bloody stupid. The Japanese, they're smart people, you know, and they are. And it's like, and the bloody Labour Party, all this multicultural bullshit. And, oh, he comes up with his own racist terms. Like, he refers to Indians as Tim Tams. Tim Tams? Yeah, which is really a new one. Huh. Um, I suppose the colour resemblance is, is there. It can be. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, like, it's so much. The Indians don't melt in the sun, though. Tim Tams, you can't even touch them. No, you can't. They, like, my disintegrate. My mum's Asian, and she calls black people charcoal people. Is that racist? Yeah, but Asians are racist, and it's okay, because we just kind of accept it for their culture. Yeah. 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 Asians are, like, viciously racist. <laughs> well, that was a... Actually, no, I won't go down that tangent. That's another thing from last episode. Robert E. Lee. Oh, no. I've got... I've got some bad customers, like, in my tank. Do tell. So I have been working in hospitality since the day I turned 13 years old. Oh, shit. Which means I've been working in hospitality now for 11 years at the ripe old age of 24. Now, you get to... I've also never worked anywhere longer than two years. So I've worked in a lot of places. Nice. Most places I've worked at for less than a year. Um... There's one woman always, always stands out. So I used to manage a Lone Star when I was 20. And this place was like the most cruisy gig I had ever had because no one came to a Lone Star restaurant in Joondalup. It's still there in Joondalup, just closed down. It's been oh. closed down ever since it closed down when I was working there. It's why I stopped working there because two Indian gentlemen ran it who clearly had no idea how to run a restaurant, never had worked in hospitality. The o- One of them had um, taken a hospitality TAFE course, and he thought that was enough to open up a restaurant and run it. And that's just a, the most hilarious concept. So they sunk all their money into this, and had t- they both had um, two matching Mustangs as well. Found yeah. out when everything went bankrupt that they were rentals, because oh, they sweet. didn't... They literally... They sold... <laughs> They sold the business up from under us. Like, they, we didn't even realize our last ship was our last ship until we just found out. Um, hadn't paid us super and, like, fled the state. <laughs> it was Dude, amazing. That's, that's a ball of mood. Literally. However, these guys, when I was working there, um, there really wasn't much to do. And it was... Uh, it was the food was gross and people would... You ever been to a Lone Star? They just, like, crush up peanuts. Okay, you It's get just like a themed restaurant of some kind? It's, it's American steakhouse themed. And you get, like, buckets of peanuts on the table and you're encouraged to throw them on the floor. And when mm-hmm. kids used to do that, I actually said to them, like, 
like do not do that and they're like oh we're meant to do it i was just like no because i am carrying like 16 kilos worth of hot plates right now and if i trip over because your nasty little crutch gremlin has thrown peanut shells onto the goddamn floor like a tyrant then i'm going to roundhouse kick him Mm. and it's just ridiculous so anyway i didn't like i didn't enjoy the customers there but they did tip well there's this one woman who came in with her two daughters, her two teenage daughters, and everything seemed well and good. She orders a steak, can't remember what they ordered. And um, I go over there, take the order, bring out their food, um, come back to check on it, things are fine. And when I come back at the end of the meal, um, I go to clear the plate and I see that there's like this red liquid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like where this woman's steak was? And I was just like, oh, what's that? Like as I'm picking it up. And it got on my hand, which is relevant in a second, because she says it was much too um, underdone. It was basically blue. So I threw it up. Whoa. And I said, excuse me. And her daughters looked so ashamed. They had like their heads in their hands and they were just like, I'm so sorry. Like now I think I'm sorry. And I looked down and I realized that this woman had literally downed a bloody steak when she asked for rare, by the way. Um, and then had probably forced herself to throw up specifically in the contents of the plate, watched me pick it up and then told me, yuck. And she wanted a refund. And I said, no, (laughs) (laughs) she realized I get paid like $16 an hour. (laughs) Like what the fuck? Yeah, hospitality sounds so shit. It's not great by any metric. It's for a very specific kind of person. Yeah. Such as the kind of person... Well, okay, so I used to pretend, like, I used to play restaurant when I was a kid. Like, I actually used to... I always wanted to make my my parents and their friends um, cocktails. I bartended my brother's parties when I was 16. Like, I used to um, set up a table and chairs when I was, like, five and, like, get everyone to sit down and I would serve plates because I just always play pretend to be a waitress. I don't know what it was about it, but there's something about it just kind of drew me to it. Um, But realistically, I just love the fast pace and being constantly on my feet and, like, everything's always different, Mm. which is cool. I do like it for the for the change between fast pace and downtime because you do get flat times in hospitality depending on what time I your shift is. I hate the quiet times. I can't stand them. I don't mind the quiet times. I don't want them to go on too long, but I only like them because it allows me to catch up with other things like maybe get ice or get or oh, cut fruit yeah. or like mop floors or something like that. It depends what kind of like... I mean, if you're talking strictly like bartending shifts as a casual bartender, then yeah, that's a totally different kind of... Mm. style yeah like, i'm talking over the course of like being in like fast food waitressing oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. every well, aspect yeah i have to i have to table wait too so yeah, yeah but because because we're a tapas restaurant as well as where do you work bar. cafe royal coburn yeah. i would not know it it's a sick little joint come down sometime i'll make your cocktail coburn yeah i live in scarborough well, that's what, like i'm it. sure you can you know take a day trip sometime this is my day trip. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, I sound so ungrateful, of course. Yes. I, I have dedicated my entire day to you boys. <laughs> Genuinely, I have. I was going to go hiking today. And mm. I found out I was going to go hiking tomorrow instead, but then I found I'm working tomorrow. Oh, no. So, do you just, can I ask, do you have one job 
at the moment? I do, yes. That's so rare for a hospitality worker to well, just be working one job. Well, uh, I I um do not do the multiple jobs thing. I don't, I don't like it either. I've never really done the 40 hours a week thing mm. myself. I don't mind doing some extra cashies on the side, but I turn yeah. away a lot of work. More than I should probably, but... I value my free time so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like it's only recently that I've actually started really valuing... Mm like, earning the money. A lot of the time I just work because I go crazy if I don't. Back to that woman, though, who threw up on the plate. Oh, yeah, that trash bag. Now, I've seen it in a few cases, but how hilarious is it when adult children are embarrassed by their adult parent? I mean, at the time, I don't think I really got to appreciate it because I was, like, 20 and disgusted. And, but, <laughs> but it was it was pretty good. But yeah. I just I really just felt like I think at the time I just felt bad for our daughters. Mm. Like I just felt really bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's a different type of embarrassment as well because it's like oh, I have embarrass embarrassing parents. But they just occasionally say and do embarrassing things like mum like dance like a like, like a fucking goose. And yeah. dad just says things like uh homosexuality is a germ and like that's what they say and i'm like oh they don't mean offense or they're and they're not even being rude to anyone mm. it's like you know say what you will about my dad calling homosexuality a germ but he said that in the most polite way possible um i it, mean if that actually probably could be true though i mean it could be yeah it's science and it's not really offensive is it no science. not really like i think it's just a mad conspiracy theory that my dad's read on uh 4chan but uh, uh it, that actually is somewhat along the lines of the kind of research that they're doing towards homosexuality. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's tons of stuff. Like, um, they have linked, like, Alzheimer's to uh, copper through pipes and um, even certain bacteria getting through your gums. There's a thing, like, Alzheimer's is only found in Western cultures. It's actually because of our diet, apparently. Oh. And, uh, like, the fact that we have, like, old copper pipes. But there's, like, a whole thing behind it. But so many things, honestly, come through of tiny bits of bacteria that can affect you at any point in life or maybe a small genetic switch that was flipped at some point but yeah you can really this kind of stuff is always obscure well i mean i did hear one thing interesting about science recently saying that you should mouth or you should always mouthwash and wait two hours before cleaning or flossing your teeth two hours after you've given oral sex um because the bacteria in because when you brush your teeth you leave like tiny tiny little cuts and, like, the bacteria can get into it. Apparently, like, that's how that causes, like, oral infections and herpes. That's the main way it gets in. I mean, yeah, but I think if you're, like, if you're sucking a dick that's got warts on it, then you kind of... Like, that should be your first time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you can take, pre you can take pre preventative steps mm. to not yeah. get herpes. not suck a penis with herpes on yeah, it. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's visual yeah. most of the time. Eyes, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I mean, not everything is, is visual. Like, mm. STIs can get spread by it anyway, but... I got an STI check out tomorrow. Is, I had, I had aren't one... you in a committed relationship? No. I thought you had a girlfriend. No. <laughs> Don't know. Oh, I love how you're shocked by that. <laughs> Just like, oh god, no. <laughs> never had a girlfriend. No, I mean, I did have a girlfriend once upon a time, but oh, uh, that was. And now you're I don't know where you got that from. That was over years four ago. years ago now. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. that like, yeah. Is that like the one time? That was the one serious relationship I've ever been in. Oh. I think there was maybe one other person that I dated for a month that I liked. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, that's not going to work out. 
Um, but I still like that person, so I still think they're an they're an amazing person, and I get along with them great. Why didn't it work out? Yeah, going through shit at the time, just wasn't a good time. What for you or for her? Both. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's a vibe. Another time. Yeah. But uh, no, we still get along and chat all the time. So like that's a vibe. That is a vibe, and I you know, but like there were red flags with the main girlfriend at the very start. And I put up with that for two years. And that was much like the same way with my electrical career. I realised I didn't enjoy being an electrician uh, two years into being an electrician. And then I just did it for another six years just to see if I would change my mind. Did you? No. Mm. Shucks. Shucks indeed. (laughs) Unless you make good money. I did make good money. I did make good money. It allowed me to save up the money I have now. To do a whole bunch of stupid shit. Wait a fucking second, Martin. You have a job. How do you? Where, who pays for this? Me. How? Comedy. Oh, yeah, it's comedy. But also, Bullshit. like, I had some savings. <laughs> what? How long have you been living off of savings? Martin is a paid comedian. You need to remember that. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. How much? <laughs> wait, do you actually make? Money I didn't on believe comedy? it either when he told me. But <laughs> do you actually true. like make money on comedy? Yeah. Like enough to pay rent. Uh, you know, I win enough competitions and uh, do enough paid spots around that I can just scrounge through and, and be just barely behind. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so good. I know. That's how good it is. That's actually like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So few people can say that. Like, I, to yeah. be able to do comedy, yeah, like, full-time, I'm, even, I'm, like, scrounging. I am. I'm looking for work, though, because it's very stressful. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you spend a lot of time looking for work. <laughs> yeah. I, I just applied to everything I could on seek.com. Oh, no. Yeah. They're like, we're looking for a CEO. I'm like, I'm your man. I'll run your company. I don't give a shit. Fuck yeah. Would you reckon you'd be a good CEO? Oh, look, whatever, but I, I reckon I could try. I, I believe in you, Mum. Mum yeah. and I have made the pledge not to end this podcast until we both get to do our hour-long performances. So that might be 50 years, that might be 10 years. Well, but... I've got a great impetus now to keep writing more. Yeah, because he essentially wants to get away from me. Mm. Well, how? Uh, no, I don't know. How would you get away? How would he get away from me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, killing himself would do it. No, but like, how's that? How's how's that getting away from you? Is there? Do you write his jokes or something? I like, think I've, I've helped lost. Martin write a joke. I don't think I've ever written a joke for him. Though. I think I've gotten lost somewhere. Martin's great to like write jokes with, though. Martin is brilliant at like helping me uh, come up with jokes because I'm pretty good at coming up with a premise and an idea. But Martin's great for fleshing it out. Yeah. He's fantastic for that. It's my autism. It is. <laughs> it's it's the big autisms. It is. It is much yeah. much the autism. Then an idea, and I'm like, oh, but this. Mm, he's great at wording it. Which is why I'll be a great CEO. Yes. Your, of that company. Your ability with words and your lack of emotion. Hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm hungry. He's <laughs> not. He's eating like. A whole packet of Easter eggs. Okay, so that's probably it. <laughs> They're killing me from the inside. <laughs> the chickens are hatching. The chickens are hatching. Mm. Let's talk about um, favourite customers. Uh, I've got one in mind. But yeah. you go first. Oh, me go first. 
favorite customers? I mean, like, are we talking of all time, of all of my jobs? Are we talking like as of current? Or I will give you whatever one you want. Oh my god, it's even worse. <laughs> well, how about one of current and one of all time? Ah, uh, let me pray. let me think about all the all the uh, customers I've got. I don't have any current customers that are actually a vibe, except for this one guy, Steve, who started coming in, but he worked at the neighboring bar, Amani. Um, but then he's since moved to another bar job. However, he was a fucking champion. He was just like this very high energy, like, um, he made like a old timey uncle jokes very enthusiastically, but in a young hipster kind of way. He was just a, a riot. It's hard to explain the man, but um, I do enjoy his presence. Nice. I hope he comes to one of the open mic nights one. He will not, but he might. <laughs> oh, this first open mic night is going to be an absolute travesty. Oh, they're all going to be... Like, what nights are you doing them on again? Sundays. Sundays? Mm. Oh, actually, Sundays aren't awful for us. But, like, seriously, like, that place has been dead <laughs> it's picking up but it's dead i feel like there's a big hangover period for hospitality places between i want to say the end of february and the start of april yeah there other is. than it's like saint time. patty's day weekend yeah i really feel like it's like people just get through australia day they get through uh pride month mm -hmm. they get through fringe and then it's like oh we are done we've been done since new year's you know because it's like all the accumulative weekends of getting fucked up just end in February, and then it's like, oh, we need a break. And then Easter comes around, and then we redo it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe. Yeah. That is the vibe. Mm. And then April kicks off, and then April leads into a whole bunch of other shit, I feel like. Easter? And East. Well, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, you said that, didn't you? I did. Sorry. That's fine. I had, I had a joint before I came here, and I'm like slowly getting more stoned. I love that for you. <laughs> I'm so jealous of it. Also, I'm just caffeinated, but I need to be. I've got to be up late tonight to finish a approved manager's course. Ha! Huh, I just got mine. Nice. I am approval. I had to do it because I had to break up a fight at my bar recently. Not that being an approved manager, they expect me to do that or they want to do it. Um, mm. Actually, the boss was like, you shouldn't have actually done that. And I was no, like... You shouldn't have yeah, but he's a regular and he's also a friend of the boss and he's also the friend of one of the staff and mm. I was just like... Uh, right. Yeah, I would always jump in as well. Yeah, so I was just like, no, this is not worth it. This is going to cause you more trouble. If you guys want to walk a kilometre away from the bar and then kill each other, I will not stop you, but... Uh, <laughs> not on the premises, please. Not on the premises, please, boys. Um, but uh, yeah, they did that. Funnily enough, I had to break up a fight and got the biggest tip I've ever gotten uh, all in the same week. Was it the man who then who used his over? tip? No, no, it was not his tip. Oh, okay. He gave a tip. He tried giving his tip to yeah. the waitress that I work with. Oh. Shout out, Lindsay. Don't they all? They don't they all. Don't they indeed. Don't they all. That's how mm. I got all my tips. Nice. Nice. Ew. I did get a tip from, like, a... Really nice, quite attractive woman once. Maybe something was there. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but um. But like, what did you get the tip for? 
We, we, what, from the woman or the we man? We've got a good job. I'm very good at my job. I would believe that. Why? Why? Mm. I don't know, you seem charismatic, you seem like a bright young chap. Okay, I'll take that. You seem like yeah. you're having a good time, having, mm. having a fun time. That seemed genuine enough. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But no, I also enjoy my job. Yeah? It's just kind of... I don't know, because it's like a mini... Because I always equate making people laugh with, like, a mini drug. Well, no, well, making people laugh is just a drug, and, like, making people laugh through hospitality, being a bartender, is a little bit like the mini version of that. Mm -hmm. With, like, being on stage and, like, crushing is, like, heroin. You know, it's, like, crack. It's, like... Yeah. It's just... It's the best. Um, It's, like... Like, incomparable with anything else. So, I don't know, just any venue, just any opportunity to make people laugh, really, and I feel like uh, uh, bartending and, and waiting is, like, just a, a really fun... It's a great way to do it. Yeah, it is. You also meet a lot of cool people. You meet a few um, shitty people, too. But hmm. uh, Most people, you would get, like, the large majority of chill. Like, yeah, uh, cool large people. majority is sweet. Yeah. Then it's cool, like, when you get regulars, too, like, regular regulars. Yeah, the ones that you actually become friends with. Because you see their bad side and good side, and then you I kind mean, of... hence why I'm even here. Precisely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. But then you also kind of appreciate them a bit more, because you see them on their bad days, and then you kind of learn that, oh, some people aren't assholes, they're just having bad days. Oh, yeah. I mean, if anyone's being aggressive towards you without any sort of, like, pre-knowing mm. them, then it's, it's always them it's a them problem it is like, it is that's what that is i don't know arsehole too loose or penis too small yeah. Mm. yeah i've got i've got a i've got an unfortunate um like my my tone when i get frustrated with customers just gets like very flat mm-hmm. and just like straight to the point and um it's ever it's ever to the point where it's like i would say something that would basically just be like a fuck you, and then I'd hear it and be like, whoopsies, and then put a slight little chipper in my voice. I've gotten called out on that a couple of times. Nice. <laughs> Did not go down well. Yeah, I don't like verbal confrontation. Oh, I love it. I love all sorts of confrontation. I'd, I'd, I'd much rather just like. Oh, 1v1 anyone. It's just because I've got mad confidence, though. I've got self esteem, like, coming out of the wazoo. Self esteem coming out of the wazoo? Yeah, it's decent. It's decent setup. Nice. I think it's genetic. It comes from my dad. I'm, je- I'm jealous. You should be. Mm. It's a vibe. No. Well, <laughs> I think it's also like, maybe you're less likely to be hit. Hit? Like, in, as like a by fight? a fist. Honestly, I've actually, there's actually been a thing. So I've always wanted to get into a fight. Right. So right. I'm like, I'm, I'm an athlete myself. Um, mad strong. Used to kickboxing. And I thrive on a confrontation. I'm also like the size and weight of the average male. Always wanted to get into a You're fight. large for a girl. I am. Yeah, I'm in a, a good way. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a broad lady. Like, I got, I got strong shoulders and shit. Um, yeah, you're jacked in that tank top behind the bar. Yeah, do you want a fucking beer, bro? <laughs> yeah, I forget, I forget about that aspect. Because, <laughs> like, I've got these strong-ass shoulders, and I forget, like, when I wear a tank top, it's, like, not the, like, cute feminine thing that I, like, um... That Sometimes. Mm. But, see, I always... I really like the look of, like, strong arms and shoulders, so it's very... Um, and I mean, like, Harry, Harry thinks, like, how muscular my back is and all that as a turn-on, so... Yeah, boyfriend. My fiance. 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 Yes. He's a darling man. He's he is. 
I remember my ex wanted, she was like, I want to be engaged for two years. And I was like, why? And she says, I just want to be able to introduce you as my fiance. And I, was I like, don't like the idea of being a wife. That's why we, we haven't gotten married. Like, for the reason that we don't want to. I don't like the idea of being a husband. Or a boyfriend, for that matter. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, are you single by choice? Um, like, their choice? Like, everyone else's choice? But I don't know. I, it's... I don't know. There's a lot of self. There's a lot, let me tell you something. There's a lot of self sabotage going on in oh, really? any relationship I get into. I just like. I don't know. I'm honestly like, in terms of like people I like and have regard for, I like when they're doing something bad and I think they like need to help themselves. I'm like very good at directing them there and telling them what they should do. But like when it comes to our own like relationship and it's like. I can't manifest and tell them that, yeah, I don't think I'm very good for you. I think I'm honestly a bit of a piece of shit. And uh, so I just manifest that in ways of, like, pissing them off and annoying them until they eventually leave. Wait, really? That is yeah. so healthy. I, I hate... Yeah, I, do, I... So are you actually, like, aside from that, a piece of shit to your girlfriends? Or do you think you just, like, put that on yourself? Well, I've never cheated on any of them. I yeah, there's, there's more to being like uh, being a good boyfriend than that, though. I don't know. That's I just, like do you treat man. them with like respect? Do you like um? Did you take them out on dates? Did you actually listen when they talked? Did yeah. you try to connect with them? I'm a very good listener. Did you put them down at any points? Did you like? Did they have any complaints? Um, most girls will vocalize it if you listen. Well, I always took them to do nice things. I was always a very good listener. I think I'm really good at just being self-sabotaging in a very specific way. But, like, how do you think they would describe you? Like, the last girl you were with, whether it be for, like, a week or a month, like, how do you think she would describe being with you? Um, Really looking for, like, introspection here. I think this is going to sound like such a wanky thing to say. That's chill. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. Um, she, She was like, it's like... She was like, you were way too hard on yourself and you need to get over that, but I'm not going to hang around for it. I was like, cool. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I was just like, yeah. Cause it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Most, most comedians hate themselves secretly. Right, Martin? That's not that the secret. No. <laughs> yeah. Martin's not that secret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very open about how much I hate myself. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's just, it, it manifests itself in weird ways. And, like, you know, you know you're a self-deprecating piece of shit and you don't want people around. And you don't want people you care for around for that. So you just kind of, like, keep them at a certain length. But then the persistent ones work their way in for it. But then comedians are also cowards because while we love to talk shit, it's like, then sometimes we have to talk nice to people we care about. And it's mm. like, oh, God, you know, and it's like... It's just the most gross feeling in the world. So, do you, like, yeah. work on this side of yourself? Or do you just sort of, like, wait for it to sort itself out? Wait oh, for a woman to come along and save you I yourself? I bottle that shit down and refuse to be saved. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Nice. It's, that is not being dealt with. I can't can't wait to, <laughs> yeah. to see how that affects the poor unsuspecting girl who eventually ends up with you. Oh, that will not happen. I'm determined to die alone. Okay. Um, I, but you have Martin. Yeah, I'll have Martin. But Martin will probably find someone. I hope he does. I, I'm lad. confident Martin will find someone before I will, and I'm very happy for him for that. 
It's one of the few things I'm not jealous for him. I'm jealous for him about most things. When I first met Martin, like before I got to know Martin better, I, I thought him and the door girl at Lyrics, Annie, could get along. And I'm like now like um, better friends with Annie and better friends with Martin. And I'm like... I don't think we're compatible. Not at all in the slightest. No. And when I mentioned it to Josh, the manager, I was like... I think she hates me. I think so, too. <laughs> She's well, aggressive. She's like... Oh, Annie Really is, puts up a wall. Annie is, like, actively an aggressive woman. Like, she's mm. quite and only intense. to me. No, no, not to just you. Um, you know Hamish, the bartender? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, um, Annie once asked Hamish for um, his number... And he gave it to her, and um, Annie was like, cool, this is going to be a thing. But then Hamish, like, didn't have the balls to actually tell her that he wasn't interested, and he just kind of, like, let it string and then ghosted her or something. And, um, That's a classic move, by the way. It was so shitty, especially since they worked in the same venue. And so his idea was to just, like, avoid her and just ignore this whole thing and um, just keep saying he was too busy. And everyone was just like, Hamish, no, you can't fucking do that. Like, Annie fucking works here. And, um, yeah, That's then he so just moved to Brisbane. Oh, that such a good name. <laughs> and he came back and he started working oh, there. But, back but things, Annie's been hired now as a bartender, as like a floor person. So oh, Annie's so now at the front of the house. She's no longer a door girl downstairs. So she's actually working with him. Oh, nice. <laughs> and she hates him. But, um, Annie goes for like, hardcore um like i think she's dating like she was last dating like a bogan guy with like a kid and stuff so oh so she has wonderful taste she has poor self-esteem same and likes so to I. fill the hole with penises That's so good for her. she's a she's a darling lass she really is that's why clever girl that's honestly but, i'm I, someone actually called me out on this recently hmm because there's a friend with benefits that I have, or shall not name. Oh. Because they listen to the pot. Oh, do they actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Okay, so they out. know who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who they are. Yeah, it's a very short list of people. Martin's going to go through it soon. Um, but uh, she said... Wait, like, how many people listen to this podcast? We've actually got good numbers now. Oh, shit. It's like, we've got... I'm like, so sorry, everyone. <laughs> What for? for this conversation. We have like over we have like over three hundred regular listeners now. Are you serious? Yeah. Ah, I've got to up my game. Why? No, you're doing wonderfully. Oh god, now I'm in my head. No, you're no, no, you I must leave. No, 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 no. It's all right. Just a, a conversation. I think people like to dip in and no, no, do the washing. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. This is why I smoke weeds because no more social anxiety. Nice. But anyway, she was observing about me because. I tell her quite a lot about my love life. And she came to the conclusion... And, and she also knows my turn-ons, which is a double-edged sword. Yeah. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm starting to see a very unfortunate trend with you, Alex. I'm like, yeah. I'll go on. And she was, I was like, yeah, you, you really are put off by people who are, like, nice to you and good to you. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. And oh, that's like, you, seem, you seem really turned on and attracted by people who treat you like abject of shit. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. And then they were like, that is concerning. Like, that is not healthy. 
Nah, but it makes for a fun bedroom life. So you know what? We're just gonna keep rolling with it. We're just gonna keep rolling I mean, with yeah. it to the wheels fall Does off. so? Does that make you like? Are you like a bit of a simp about it, or? No, I've never been a simp for for it. Like, what, what do you, what role do you like to play in a sexual relationship? Do you want her to like sort of abuse you, and then you like have to take it, or do you fight back? <sighs> Oh, there's definitely some fighting back involved. Okay. I don't know. It just depends what the dynamic, the, um, like, what dynamic it plays out with. It's like, you know, I don't like being ignored, but basically, like, compliments make me physically ill, unless it's about comedy, and then it just makes me questioning. Like, I I question, like, when people say, oh, you're funny, man, I'm like, thank you, but how do you mean and then, like, you know, I'm like, I don't what exactly was funny about? <laughs> yeah, like Joe Pesci now. from Goodfellas, like funny how, like funny like a clown, something like that. And uh, so that's how that manifests us. itself. Any other kind of uh, compliment, just is like, yeah, I physically feel ill for like five minutes, mm. especially sincere ones. Um, and but then, like, when I just get someone calling out, like, you know. Just get some chick and she's just like, yeah, you'll never be happy. And I'm like, you'll die alone. And I'm like, that's, yeah, I'm like, that's so hot. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's my own problem. I know. Don't worry. Don't worry. I've got got my own weird shit. Yeah. So I don't know. And then it's, and and then it's just like, um, I don't know. Chicks, like I have fucked and then I know I will fuck again. There's this one in Confident. particular, she's just like... I, I will warn you, if you announce on air, to a, if she listens to this and you say that you will fuck a girl, They're she like, won't fuck you. Fuck you. She will never fuck you if you confidently say... That's that probably a good thing. That's probably <laughs> a good thing. But like we have this constant back and forth of like... Oh, you want me? You'll never get it again. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then she gives it up again, and then she does it all over again. And it's like a rinse, hash, and repeat. It's just a real toxic washing machine of rinse. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, wash, rinse, repeat. I would do it. Sorry? I would do it. You would do that? Oh, the toxicity. Yeah. God, honestly, with my partner right now. So, like, I had, like, such a shitty boyfriend before Harry, and Harry's, like, he's the healthy guy. Yeah. And I grew up in a hell toxic like household growing up, so like I came from a toxic ass life. Mm. Um, so I went for the gross guys. I saw like, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's what I was absolutely drawn to. But I had to like really reel that back to date my darling best friend of two years, mm-hmm. who had always been in love with me, and I'd always just kind of been like. The way you describe him sounds like sounds like hell cool dude. He is, uh, he is fantastic. No. He's very cool. Yeah. Um, super, like, super fun guy. Um, in the, in the way that he's, like, one of the, he, in, like, the new right divergent kind of way as well. So, he's, like, just... Mum, there's hope for you. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hope <laughs> for me in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, he's just a hell sweet kind of... Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's super sweet. He's like the thing that always drew me to Harry was um he's really funny. Mm-hmm. Like he just comes up with jokes so quickly, but they're like they're really good. Mm-hmm. Like I I always thought he should do a sketch show. He used to be a um punk guitarist as well, so he used to write these really funny songs. Um, just like really like um he could have been 
the next Tim Minchin if he put his mind to it, except for punk guitar. Mm. Um, so talented. It's still not too late. Oh, he hasn't played in years now because his band broke up after like an argument um, that happened a while back and he never really recovered from that. But I mean, it's never too late to start doing art again. I know, I'm hoping he will soon, but mm. he works a lot. So What was he arguing about? Whose penis was bigger? Oh, it was actually, it was quite wild. So um, they had a punk, a really awesome like pop punk uh, drummer. Then they had Harry, who was the guitarist, and then they had a bass player, such like a backup um, guitarist, who was Jared. Jared was actually a metal guitarist, and Jared had borderline personality disorder. So he was has been unemployed for a long time. Like he um, has to live on disability. That's like the level of um, how bad his mental health is. Charming. Um, it's quite unfortunate. He's such an amazing person, but he is like. He is dealing with some serious demons. Like, it's a full-time job. He's living life on ultimate difficulty. Um, and so he has these outbursts sometimes. Malcolm, the drummer, had this really toxic-ass girlfriend called Beck, who used to treat him like absolute shit, and he just lets her. And um, she was, at one point, um, started over-explaining how, to Jared how to use his inhaler, and apparently it was one time too many, and... He just turned around and just like previously she'd been saying shit like, oh, it's okay because I'm cute. And everyone's like, haha, yeah, it's okay. Really fun vibe. Everyone's like having a great time. And she just like starts over explaining how to um, use his inhaler. And Jared just like this six foot two ex footy player, like covered in piercing stretches, like shaved side of hair, but like really long ass hair, full black. Like he looks fucking hectic. Mm-hmm. He just like leans down right into her face and says like, don't you fucking dare, like, you know, like tell me how to use my goddamn inhaler. You don't think I fucking know? It's been 20 goddamn years back. And he's just mm-hmm. like, you're not fucking cute. Uh-huh. And it was just like the most savage, like serious. And we just went from absolute laughing into just like this throwdown, And everyone just froze and just stared. And Beck is like, Malcolm, I think we should go. And Malcolm's like, yep, okay, let's go. And we never saw them again. Oh, she killed me. Um, She didn't want to let Malcolm back and, like, around Jared after that. And, yeah. Unfortunately, like, she had a habit of telling Jared how to handle himself, even though he was, like, a 30-something-year-old man who very much knew how to handle himself in his own medical um, things, but she mm. just had to always do that, push his buttons. Yeah, yeah. And then, the problem is, she actually works in a mental health hospital, and she, so she like, knows all the tricks. Yeah, it was kind of messed up the way she pushed him like that. I don't know. I think, um, I think people should look after their mental health, but I will not. Um, you don't live by example. That's... You will not? No. Um, I did think of a very funny riff while you were saying it was like, oh, she just like abuses him, but then gets away with it because she's cute. And it's like, I was just, she wasn't My... even that cute. She's well... like morbidly obese. Oh, nice. Can't okay. even like touch her toes. Like, but she's really short. Oh, uh, so, what else? She's, she's like, like a pug. She's like a blueberry, like, yeah. you know, from like, um, Willy yeah. Wonka. Oh yeah. 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 One of those chicks who was like, and my boobs are so big. And it's just like, your boobs are wide, not, not large. One of those women. Oh, gosh, yeah. Mm. I, I was never graced with boobs, unfortunately. That's not... There's anything wrong with that. Uh, see, it's it's interesting, because, like, my mother 
has to get like custom made bras. And I went through my whole life thinking, any day now, well, any day coming. now, it's coming. And when you hear like 18 and you're like, fucking hell. Mm. <laughs> like, my dad's got bigger tits than I do. Nice. Unfortunate. Wow. Good for him. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's doing okay. But no, any titty, like, honestly, you, you're coming into like a renaissance for your body type because like muscle mummies are in these days and itty oh, titty yeah. and the itty titty bitty committee itty has bitty, titty, strong. Titty. The, the itty bitty titty committee has very strong representation these days. Damn right. So it's like you're kind of in like a renaissance era. Well, see, you know, originally, um, as far as like uh, human biology and sexuality goes, mm. like the um, female breasts aren't actually a sexual object, like, you know, sexual part of the body. <laughs> so they're not something that's like inherently people look at them and judge their size and think like, oh, bigger is better. That's actually like a cultural thing that's mm. been put. So it's a lot more to do with um, like inherent sexual att- attraction, from what I've read at least. Like, mm. I'm this could have been updated since I've last researched it. Um, it is the wideness of the hips and all that sort of stuff to show like fertility mm-hmm. and the wide set, and then like you know good skin and symmetrical facial figures, showing that you don't have gout and all that kind of stuff. Um, like that's the kind of stuff that matters. But the whole breast thing—that that was only a thing after uh, I think like a pornography started becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Like and like and models. And Keep talking. Pin-ups. I need to pee. But yeah, I agree. Do it. And I'm going to talk about that when I get back. I think. Uh, Should we take a break? Yeah, sure. We can take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah, and but... like, I like to be mysterious with the Chinese. I want them to come and get me. You want me to come get you? Yeah, I want to play hard to get. I, I mean, I've, I've spoken extensively about how the Chinese government is going to fall in the next decade. Um, so I don't want to rehash that conspiracy theory. Like like how the Chinese have fallen so many times before, as if they haven't been ruling the planet for the last, like, 10,000 fucking years or something. Because <laughs> they've always shown such weakness. <laughs> Oh, like, no, they, like... Yeah, just, like, the most, like, evolutionized empire on the planet. Yeah, but, like, they will crumble in, like, the next decade. Economically, they will. I mean, I would would be very interested to see that. For sure. I I, I have money hedged on it. Do you? Yeah. Who? What? How? Where? How? Yeah. (laughs) I've told you this extensively, Martin. Oh, well... I mean, I know you don't pay attention to anything I say. I wouldn't. Which is valid. Um, but... Yeah, well, you're talking bad about my boys. You know, about your boys. The Chinese. They're my boys. <laughs> Wait, are you Chinese? No, he's Thai. Something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Chinese adjacent. Mm. You know? Wait, is it, is, it, is it Thai? Yeah. Oh, that's not the fucking same. Yeah. The exact same. Uh, Thailand's way. I thought you were anti-Semitic. Now you're anti-Asian too. Oh, yeah. No, I'm a little bit anti-everything. I like to keep it like really fair. Yeah, fair. I like to be a little bit racist towards each one of them. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all about equality. Oh, you would have loved that riff about Robert E. Lee then. I don't know who that is. Well, Robert E. Lee was a general for the Confederate States of America during the American Civil War. Yeah. And I was always a big history nerd. Like, I had a fascination in history from, like, a very, very young age. And I remember reading about the American Civil War and reading about Robert E. Lee. And now I, I thought Lee was a Asian name at the time. But it's Lee with two E's, so it's the English Lee. But I didn't know that as a kid. So in my mind, Robert E. Lee 
was a Chinese Southern USA general oh. fighting for the South in the American Civil War. I mean, incredible. And I so nowadays it's just very funny to imagine that. Just a Chinese man, you know, hyping up his army and be like, we need to fight to keep our swings. And like, uh, God. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And like, it is a God given right for us to own other men as property, you know? So, like. I've been working on that one for a while. Yeah, it's like, if, if they take our swings, I will not be able to manufacture fortune cookie. So, yeah, that's. Oh, that, is so, that is so offensive. <laughs> so, yeah, that was. Um, that was what going on in my head. Actually, only a few hours ago. Oh. Um, way back I, like, when. Sorry? Way back when. Way back when, yeah. So that was uh, the yeah, other thing. We on all of this tomfoolery. Pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, that's the way my mind works. In the full time. That and we were making fun of furries quite extensively. Oh. Uh, can't make fun of furries. They're just doing their own thing. You don't want to yuck someone else's yum. Mm-hmm. I mean, I constantly make... Uh, fun of my friend and he's just like you know I was like I'm, I'm and he was like uh, he was like I'm regretting I told you because of how much I make fun of him for it and he was just like no it's like I'm really glad you're uh told me so now I can get involved with the community and he was like you want to get involved with the community and uh I was like yeah he was like what do you want to do and I'm like well I want to infiltrate them and then com- commit a 9-11 on of furries <laughs> what have you got against the poor fuckers? Nothing really. I just really like to torment my friend. I could really give a shit about fairies, but making fun of him is very funny. It's not like a fun friend. It is very fun. He's that kind of friend. Is this the kind of behavior you ex- um, exhibited towards your girlfriends that made them leave you? No, is no. Um, I ha- I think the worst thing I ever did to the girlfriends who were nice was maybe, like, maybe if I thought of a joke or a premise that was really funny, yeah. like, I would just keep redoing the joke. Not like re-saying <laughs> it, but always doing a different take on it. Yeah. You know, so, like, we'd go down the rabbit hole of, it's like, what would, um, I don't know, what would, uh, I'm not going to say, because most of them were offensive, actually. Um, but, yeah, it had just all uh, been... here with Robert E. Lee. Why did that... <laughs> didn't draw the line there. <laughs> I really don't think that's it's that offensive. It's Asian. It's an Asian voiced American Southern. Well, we'll be speaking all that soon enough, anyway. So, not my theories right, but I um, water on my face. Oh, no, mm. that's the tragic. Very tragic. So oh, ruined all your makeup. No. I know you're not wearing any makeup. Oh my god, I put like an hour into this. Are you serious? <laughs> no, fuck off. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's like, I have friends who are drag queens who don't who don't take that long to do their makeup, and they wear it for a living. Well, know? that's because drag queens don't actually need to, like, be as precise. I don't Drag know. queen makeup's actually, like, pretty... You can Like, you can be heavy-handed with drag queen makeup. It's, like, easier to... It, it does take a shit ton amount of time, though. Oh, like, I'll, I'll show you some of the faces of some of the friends I have in the drag mold. Oh, I've, I've seen drag queen. Yeah, fucking, like, it's pretty, it's a lot of work for it. Yeah. I think they should be high, more higher praise than most Oscar-winning actors. Well, you Oscar-winning know. actors don't put makeup on themselves, do they? Exactly. Mm. They don't write their own script, you know? No, that's why they win Oscars for acting. Yeah. Not script writing or makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like... I just don't think... I think it's... They're the most overvalued part of the fucking creative process. They are, yeah. Okay. Definitely. It's because of the face for... Yeah, I know. But, like... 
you know, Hitler was the face of, like, Germany for a while. And it's like, you know, we don't, you know, people don't think much of him. Was he doing his own makeup or? Probably not. Probably not. Like, no. Do you think Hitler would have worn some makeup? I think he would have worn some makeup. Like, I reckon he penciled in his moustache sometimes. Back in the early days? I reckon he, like, pinched his wife's eyeliner. Mm, yeah. Just to give it a touch-up. Oh, yeah, I really, yeah, mm. definitely. Well, you can see, I mean, like, like... It probably, like, it was a fierce moustache. It's like, surely he didn't, like, have that much fullness all the way. Well, no, I, I have a theory that, um... Because you can see the evolution of his moustache. And, like, it was very thin and very, like, quite small in the early 1920s. But then by the 1940s, it was quite thick and bushy. So, like, I just think he was, like, just consistent with it. It was just, oh. like, consistently shaving his face, leaving that part of his face, and then it just gradually, gradually went from, just like, little... Grew over his mouth. Can you imagine? It'd be so funny. That would be fantastic. Just one long Incredible. strand of hair just going right down. My my darling, my darling fiancé um, used to think that if you didn't cut your pubes, then they would um, keep growing, like, forever. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Jesus. And I was just like... I had to, like, I, he told me this when, around the time when we first met, so I was, like, 19, and he was, uh, 23. So, like, he's 23 years old, and he reckons that if he didn't, like, trim his nutsack, it would actually grow down to his feet. Like, same with his armpit hair and stuff like that. And I'm like, have you, like, actually just been, like, consistently doing that for this long? It's just a remarkable fact. Oh, no, I love just, your boyfriend so much. I also enjoy his presence. Yeah, he sounds so funny. He's a fucking vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to meet him. Honestly. Yeah. I thought that was how it worked. What? No, I'm fucking... <laughs> I thought that was how it worked. Man, you're a different Wait, animal. Man. Yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, no, all that waste of time. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Man's actually sitting here, like, with this, like, six-foot-long braid coming down from his ball sack. No. <laughs> like, my hair does grow all the way. time. Like... Speaking of Hitler, though, and speaking of Nazis in general. All right. Like, yeah. you have to admit, now, like, you know, we won't go into details, you know. Mm. We don't approve of what they did. Mm. You have to admit, those... SS officers, they look real sharp. Oh, yeah. They had, like... They're military men, aren't they? Yeah, but, like, just that sleek black Hugo Boss suit, the knee-high boots over the trousers. I always liked that look. Like, I actually try to incorporate that into my own fashion, and I wonder if people know that that's what's inspired from. The Nazis? Yeah, SS officers. Yeah. <laughs> I love wearing boots over pants. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great look. It looks awesome. And it's, it's like, like so cool. I, yeah, it, it is really unfortunate that Nazis have ruined that look for yeah, eternity right. now. Because it, it, it's a fantastic look. Like, just that pitch black uniform with, like, silver thread throughout. And then, yeah, the knee-high boots. It's like, honestly, put a fiery, smiley face over the Schwarz sticker, bring it mm. back. You know? Yes. I mean, World War Two and Hitler did ruin a lot of things. The toothbrush moustache? Yes. Um, uh, I don't think that's The lives anyway. of countless millions. Uh, camping? Yeah, camping. Um, yep. Dressing up as Charlie Chaplin. Dressing up as Charlie Chaplin. Um, Trains? Or... Trains, yeah. Uh, nationalism? Nationalism. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, um, take, taking showers with large amounts of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kind of very suspicious activity. No, that's not true. I watch gay porn. That's as popular as ever. Um, they don't make the showers large enough these days. I feel like people should make the larger showers. Oh, uh, you should just go to... Actually, no, you wouldn't be let in there. 
Where? Where? Oh, Japan? No, uh, Steamworks. Steamworks? Yeah. What? Uh, I think it's just like a gay sauna or something. Yeah, it's a gay nightclub sauna. Uh, I've been. I didn't realise what it was when I went in the first time. I mean, who took you there? A dude. (laughs) Was it a date? No. Oh. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> no, he said he had coke and we can do it at this place. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you just followed the coke? Yeah. Followed the coke trail? I did. It was Incredible. like, it was... Did he give you coke? He did. Oh, yeah. he held up on his word at least. He did. You can respect that about Look, it. the sauna yeah. and the bath set up and the steam room yeah. and the spa were lovely. It, that sounds like a fucking vibe. It's it's sick. It's a great, great time. There's probably a lot coming in it. The music's not... No, they have strict, like, fucking areas. You can't fuck in the you can't like, fuck in the sauna. Can't fuck in the sauna. Fucking area in the you corner. You do actually. It's no, it, it's not a corner. It's a whole fucking <laughs> area with about thirty rooms. Incredible. And like, there's like four or f- there's like half a dozen specialty rooms with like yeah. three master beds. Then there's a room with like a with like a cross and a swing. Then there's a room where it's all mirrors. And uh, and then there's another room where it's like two couches and a TV. And, like, I was just like, this is disgusting. Um, disgusting. But, yeah, they got, like, a great drinks set up there. And, yeah, the, the, the spa and the sauna are really great. And then all the other rooms are literally just foam mats on the floor. Oh, darling. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's... And now, like, I love making the joke, which is where it was, like... It's like, man, don't you wish there was just, like, a, a club for men? You know, just a, a place where men could go and be men? It's like, well, luckily there is. It's Steamworks. It's like, you can drink, you can jump in a sauna, have a spa, have a drink, hang out with the bros. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. <laughs> then have gay sex afterwards. And for me, it's just... As long just... as you say no homo, it's fine. Yeah, as long as you say As long as you keep your socks on. Oh, is that is that the rule? Uh, I don't know what the rule is. See, I, I think men should honestly just embrace it by this point. Because you know the Romans were just like out there fucking each other for the sake of it. Like, men are so goddamn horny. If you guys just allowed each other to suck each other's dicks, and you're going to have a way better time, you know? Well, I had a theory about this a little while ago. I was talking with Martin, where it's like the more... Just, you know. The gayer, but like... The gayer the society, but having a certain amount of closetedness on it. Yeah. The better warriors it produces. What warriors? Warriors. I'll explain. <laughs> because they're not busy fucking each other in the tents. Well, no, they most certainly are. But, like, there's, there's, strict, <laughs> right? there's strict rules around like the conditions of fucking. Oh. Like, um, like by the time you were an adult man, yeah. like in ancient Rome and ancient Greece, you couldn't be a bottom anymore. Like you had to be a top. It was like it's like no, you're not. It's like mate, because it was like it's not gay to fuck another man but like if you're gonna let yourself get fucked in the ass that's pretty gay bro you know and that was their attitude towards it and ancient spartans had this law like prohibiting uh men below the age of 30 to sleep under the same roof as their wife they could have conjugal visits but like they weren't allowed to sleep under the same roof as their wife until they were 30 they were deemed they like it they hadn't earned that right yet. To be fair, I actually can confidently say that men under the age of 30 are generally a waste of space. Um, Thanks. And in terms of sexual times, not fantastic. 
Right. Not that I'm teasing. But seriously, men really do age like wine. They get so much better the older they get. Early 20s, I... Like, I never dated men my own age. Well, they would have been boys at the time. Like, when I was in high school, never dated a high school boy. Ew. High school boy is scum of the earth, honestly, as far as, like, dating options go. They are mm-hmm. just shitty, <laughs> shitty people, usually. Mm. Going through way too many hormones. Um, but, uh, and then I actually started dating, like, the university guys at the time. And even then, it's, like, the same kind of deal. But towards, like later 20s is when you actually start getting any sort of decent conversation. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, maybe they did that, but uh, what that ended up manifesting itself in was like a lot of gay shit and like, you know, (laughs) ancient Thebes had this thing called the Sacred Band of Thebes, which was... uh, Thebes? Sacred Band of Thebes. So it was a, it was a unit of 300 men made up of 150 gay lovers. And so, like, they were always, uh, you know, they were all gay for one another. But they'd also fight directly for, next to each other mm. in, in battle. So, like, they were always looking out for each other. Yeah. So that was the whole point of it. And they strictly had to be gay. They weren't allowed to get married. They weren't allowed to have children. So they had to be gay. So, like, to qualify. And it was considered the biggest honour in the world to be a Theban and be brought into the sacred band of thieves. So, yeah, power to those dudes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. When was this? This was ancient Greece. Way back when. Oh, uh, okay. Like 500 BC. Remember that then? Good times. <laughs> Mine's just like, you have very odd customs. <laughs> well, that was before Jesus and he wrote the book and he was, or whatever, whoever wrote the book. We're actually just about to wrap up. You're, you're, you're so what? I'm so antsy. Well, shall we just wrap it? We're at like an hour and 20, which is generally like we always wrap it up 10 minutes either side of that. Five, 10 minutes either I, side of sure, that. Sure, sure. Did we, did we talk about anything of substance? We just kind of riff shit. And we want you back on again. Do we want her back on again, Martin? I feel like sure. I feel like <laughs> Martin's like, fucking fine, I yeah. guess. <laughs> no, you were a great riffer. And like, we want to do a whole like ep- episode of just riffing shit. On different things. Back with more gay shit next fucking uh, things. Yeah, if you want an exclusive club for men, go check out Steamworks. Also, 21st Amendment. Uh, that's going to be the Sunday Slouchers show at 6.30 every Sunday for the next month. Uh, yes, I'll be there to serve you guys drinks. I cannot wait. It's a BYO venue for food, uh, not drinks. Food only. Yes. Um, but, Don't bring uh, your own drinks. I will have to ask you to leave. Yes. It is also a very located very close to the Leaderville train station. Mm. So easy access via transport, whether you're north or south of the river. Uh, please come, guys. We've got a great lineup for the first and second show. We're still putting together the lineup for the third show. Mm-hmm. Mentioning some names. George Cook, Jay Raymond, uh, Sean Frenero, Martin Darcy as MC, David Morgan Brown, Robbie Brooks, uh, Sadi Chalati, Shashwat Kapoor, uh, Omar, um, smorgasbord of others, and uh, George Cookie, and me! Um, uh, yes. So yeah, that's the lineup, guys. Oh, actually, I can do a little plug um, for, for 21st Amendment. So, one, not only if you come to the bar and ask just about any cocktail, aside from a Bloody Mary, unfortunately, next to no one stocks tomato juice, unfortunately. It goes off too quick. Um, I will personally be happy to make custom cocktails because it is my vibe. 
However, we are also doing a lovely part partnership with Upper Hand Burgers just around the corner from us. Uh -huh. So you will be able to order food directly from them to your table um, at the 21st Amendment. So tons of burgers, chips, loaded fries, all the good stuff nice. while you watch the show. So nice. Thank you very much, Kayla, for joining us. No worries. I'm going to call this episode um, Gay Hospitality. <laughs> all right.